Hi everyone and welcome to our New Year's special. We are so excited to take this opportunity to reflect on this past year, 2020. What a shit show it's been. <laughs> and set some goals or intentions for this new year. And even though you can obviously set intentions at any point, something about starting a new year does seem to just make it extra special and we hope you enjoy and are equally just taking some time to reflect and set some goals for yourself. Shall we just get into our highs and lows then? Yes. Do you want to start? I feel like my high is going to be quite an obvious one because obviously we're recording this on the 27th of December. Yeah. And I just feel very lucky to have been with my family this Christmas. And it's actually been disregarding all of the external circumstances, which are really horrible. And I've made the Christmas period one of the worst Christmas periods because all of the things that you normally look forward to, as in like getting to see your friends that you normally don't get to see because you're all back home and yeah. getting to go to Christmas markets and all of that is obviously wasn't there this year. But apart from that, I did find it quite nice that there was less stress and you had more time to really properly prepare presents and write yeah. letters. And I did really enjoy that. And yeah, it's just been really nice spending time with my family these past few days. And I really appreciated it so much. I think more than I would have done previous years because I know how lucky I am to get to do this this year. And like last night, we were just watching home videos, which is like my favorite thing I to do. I love doing that. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so sweet. Like I love seeing my my mom and her aunts, uh, her sisters, not her aunts, like <laughs> so young. And it's just so sweet. And yeah, I really love that. So Best. which is why I also don't want to have a low for this week, because I feel like anything I would say would just like be minuscule, you know, yeah. Apart from the fact that, you know, I do, I'm just really grateful for the fact that I was able to be with my family this Christmas. That's, so I'm so happy you don't have a low. From what you were saying, it made me realize even Christmas for me this year has felt so much less commercial because it was gen genuinely about being with your family and like showing people or showing the people you care about how grateful you are for them. So I feel like more Christmases should be like this where we, where we have to struggle, you know, to get that time to <laughs> to be together with our family. Yeah, I agree. It's about like the, the core of Christmas again. Which is really good. So yeah. I guess my, my high was Christmas as well, which is interesting because I've been like crying about how Christmas has been cancelled for me. But um, yeah. to be That's fair... That's nice though. Yeah, there was like, there was a moment uh, during Christmas Day where I, I looked at like Ed and his family. I'm like, it, it like clicked. I'm like, Ed and Ed's family is my family. And it was just like oh. a really nice feeling to have. Um, and then also... I, well, I wrote this down. I was like, I survived Christmas. <laughs> I, like, I, I did cry, yes. but I think I think yeah. it made me realize that I am a, like a lot stronger than I think I am, because I had yeah. to I had to put on like a front, and I mean it wasn't too much of a front, but obviously I tried so hard to not show how emotional I actually was on the day, even mm. though it didn't work. Because my parents sent a video where they they were like, "Merry Christmas, girls," and I started crying. I was like, I never thought I'd have to hear my parents say that on a video online because yeah. it's the first Christmas without them so but no it was a really special day and, I, and I'm like so grateful for Ed's family to have gone the extra mile to make it that much 
more special for us like they yeah. they tried so hard to make us comfortable and I never during the day did I feel like I was crashing their Christmas and like I was you know an outsider watching them so it was a good That's Christmas so considering the circumstances <laughs> I th- it's so special that you got to do that yeah my low which I won't spend too much time talking about but it's just that it was always like oh I can't see my parents or my family for Christmas and it was that was always my focus I was like it's but I never thought longer term I never thought past Christmas for me it was like I, I just couldn't see them on this day um mm. and there was always like an assumption at the back of my mind that I'll be able to see them after Christmas but now I really just don't know and I think the uncertainty of like when the vaccines are going to be available and when travel will be possible it's just it's all stressing me out a little bit and I had like the morning after Christmas I was like now what like now what am I waiting for yeah am I waiting for vaccines like having something to look forward to and yeah it's just so hard now and like I I just don't know what that thing is that like once this Mm -hmm. happens we'll be able to see them again so I'm I'm just like it's just the not knowing which is stressing me out which is why I think this year, like more than ever, I do want to set these little goals and like take them mm-hmm. seriously so I can feel like I actually have something that I can control because 2020 was completely out of my control. So yeah. I'm excited to reflect on 2020 and move forward <laughs> to 2021. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to do this as well. I feel like this is where the podcast is <laughs> actually a really good tool for us that we can kind of take the chance to... Yeah. Because obviously in order to prepare for this episode, we kind of wrote down some questions and reflections to kind of prompt us for 2020 and then for 2021 looking forward. And for me personally, that was basically like my journaling process. So I was kind of, that was the first time I'd actually sat down and thought about, okay, you know, what has actually happened this year yeah. in more in more depth, you know? And then, okay, what do I want to set myself as goals for next year? So I thought it was interesting. And I'm, I'm interested to see... to hear your views on it and your reflections same so you said you you made 2020 resolutions yeah do you remember some things like some things clearly of what you actually wanted to do in 2020 I do I think I know almost all of them off by heart I know that one of the (laughs) one of my main goals was be less hard on myself (laughs) which I feel like I've done to an extent. I think I can still work on that, but I think I've definitely gotten better at it. Progress. Yeah. And then another goal was read and write more, which I've definitely done this year by default because we were all stuck in in lockdown, which like has made me like fall back in love with like journaling and reading. Yeah. And then another goal was make more music, which I also did a lot over summer. So I'm glad about that. Um. I kind of I need to get back into that again but I think it's I mean you probably have the same it's kind of hard when you're at home with yeah. so many people around you <laughs> the only time you can sing is when you're in the shower and yeah exactly but then, st- but then you know people are people hearing can you but still you're like it's fine because I'm yeah. singing in the shower <laughs> my brother called me out on this the other day he was like Leo you know I can hear you singing in the shower and you think I can't hear you but I can <laughs> I was like, oh, okay <laughs> yeah Ed's always like Mel said she could hear you. Mel was the, hearing you. She said, it sounds like there's a little angel upstairs singing. I'm like, no, I'm never going to sing in the shower ever again. No more music for I me. I want my brother to tell me I sounded like an angel in the shower, but he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> but yeah, and I think, I think two more goals were focus more on friends, which I think I also did, and then just work harder at work. Yeah, well, that's... Which you did. I, I think I did my goal setting better for 2020 than I did in previous years because they were actual achievable goals like it's nothing where I set myself super lofty goals like 
get healthy or whatever it is you know like really really big goals where they're quite specific yeah exactly which I think is like the key to setting good goals because otherwise you're also not motivated to do them if they're too broad (laughs) because then you're like okay well how do I start you know you kind of need like to be able to take action (laughs) yeah well we're going to change that for (laughs) next year yeah, because I was telling Leo, I never set resolutions. I'm always just like, oh, okay, this year will be the year I get fit. Or like, I'm going to be happy with how I look. But obviously, that's like an end goal. Okay, but how are you going to achieve that? And that's the part I don't really think about. So <laughs> really, I need to I need to do something differently, which is why this year has happened. And now I'm going to actually take these much more seriously <laughs> and try. So I got these questions from different websites of the internet that kind of spoke to me these questions which I thought would be cool to answer so the first one is if the energy of this past year could be encapsulated in one word what would that word be I put two words but (laughs) I didn't know I didn't know really what you meant by this question but I was like the first thing that came to mind was mentally exhausting energy (laughs) 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 that's what I wrote down so that's um I just think this year was really tiring and mm. a very worrisome in every aspect so for me I, yeah. I, it was it was a lot of work for my brain to do that I'm not used to doing <laughs> so that's why I wrote mentally exhausting <laughs> I think that's good that's a good word uh, uh, well it's not a good what? word but it's it's fitting <laughs> <laughs> what did you say I write roller coaster because I feel like there were so many ups and downs unexpected twists but then also like rewarding in a strange way like we're all glad it's over (laughs) and then also in general I do kind of feel in a weird way positively about the year even though all of the circumstances Mm -hmm. were such a shit show like I feel like on a on a personal development level I think (laughs) I think the year was quite good for me so I don't know, which is why I felt like roller coaster was quite a good word to encapsulate all of that. I love that you said roller coaster though, because I pictured myself. This is how I feel. I'm on a roller coaster and I'm just about to end <laughs> on the roller coaster, but I'm stuck and I can't go anywhere. I've gone through all the ups and downs, but I'm stuck. That's me right now on the end of a roller coaster, stuck in my seat and I can't go anywhere. That's how I feel. Well, the seat belts will be unbuckled soon. <laughs> Just you wait. Yeah. I can feel it coming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our next question is, what were your big wins this year? So a lot of people are going to um, hate me for saying this. (laughs) Oh, I'm interested now. (laughs) But I think a big win for me this year was that I've maintained long distance friendships. Oh, I think that is a really big win. I just think people are gonna be like, what do you mean? You don't, you still don't message us. But I, I've just put so much more effort mm. this year into, into messaging people and like re- responding. And I think I have gotten better. I might not be the greatest, <laughs> but I've, I've gone that extra mile this yeah. year to make sure, especially because I feel like this was the year where everyone needed to, mm. you know, check up on everyone. So I'm, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And then I got a master's degree, which I, I think is a. That's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> just a tiny win. <laughs> relatively good, good win. I I got a part-time job which is which I'm getting some sort of income from yeah. which I guess is quite a good thing to have. <laughs> I started a podcast. Woohoo! With Leo. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I which means I invested time and energy into a hobby that I enjoy mm. doing, which is good for me, I think. Yeah. I think there's always people around me that have the, their things. So like Yara's like into knitting and crocheting and like Leo, you're into reading and Ed's into golf. And I'm just like, okay, what am I into? Mm. And kind and I like how podcasting has now become kind of my thing. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm happy. I'm happy about it. I love that. My last big win is that Corona could have really affected me mentally this year. So it's kind of a big win for me that it's not taken over me. Yeah. Because it really could have. Like, I think I think this year could have been just, like, um, a tipping point for me. But I think the fact that I'm so aware of, like, my feelings and I'm, like, taking the time to understand how Corona has affected me and my relationships with people, I think, like, I'm proud of myself for being strong. Yeah. When I, when it's hard to be strong. That's actually so true. I'd say that's a big win for me. Yeah, because I think if this has happened w- when I was like 17, 16, I think it would have affected me in such a different way. Yeah. Like so much more mentally. Because you never know how people are going to handle these situations. Like mm. I never thought I'd be in a situation where I had to understand what it's like to physically not be able to see my parents. Yeah. Um, And like be told you're not allowed to get on a plane and go Mm -hmm. i never thought i'd I'd have to deal with that and i just think uh, because i'm a very family oriented person so i love i love my family so it was extra hard and i think yeah it's just a win for me knowing that through it all like i i'm alive like it could have been worse (laughs) like i could yeah i know i could have handled it so much worse yeah very proud of myself yeah as you should what about you leo what are your big wins i've got like similar wins which is weird um so I've also obviously I've got starting a podcast because I feel like that is a that is a big win. Um, then I have financial independence because this is the year that I finally paid off all like debt that I had to <laughs> to family like that lent me money or any of that sort of thing. And I'm actually able to save money now and, you know, buy myself some such a good feeling. things. Yeah, it's such a, like I don't know, I treasure it so much. And I'm just I'm really glad that I'm at the point where I am now where I'm I'm able to like stand on my own two feet and I feel confident in you know where I am with with my job and I'm just excited to you know build on that even more and like yeah make some more like also like money more money savvy decisions and stuff like that so yeah and then this is like a weird win but obviously I'm (laughs) I'm almost like three quarters of the way done with my graduate scheme which I just so we anybody who doesn't know we have like four different rotations and I'm now in my third rotation I'm almost done with it which is just absolutely crazy to me like I can't believe that the time has just flown by so quickly and I don't know especially in this rotation I've just I feel like it's it's gone really well so far and yes I'm just I'm yeah I'm just I'm proud of that I guess it goes goes into like my goal at the beginning of the year to like work hard in my job (laughs) but yeah and then (laughs) my then kind of other last win is strengthening friendships as well because I think especially coming out of my relationship I knew that that was like was a main priority for me <laughs> even without yeah. the pandemic and then it just became even more of a thing during the pandemic like trying to juggle even more long distance friendships because I feel like I mean I guess we both have this where we've both moved from home to a different country for uni and then we moved again for uni to another different place so it can be quite hard just like juggling long distance friendships and you know trying to kind of be present with everybody and make sure that you're still talking to people on a regular basis and know what's going on in their lives and because I feel like I always want to make sure that I'm there for people when they need me but 
you can't be there for somebody if you haven't been in contact before because then otherwise they wouldn't reach out to you and it's just like yeah so we're the same person i love how we had such similar wins (laughs) (laughs) so and then my last one is also similar to you it's just like surviving a pandemic so far you know i think yeah that's a that's a good that's a good win and making it out like semi mentally sane so (laughs) (laughs) yes semi semi for the both of us (laughs) (laughs) so our next question is what were your small wins this year okay i started driving lessons which is a win because i put myself out there that's so impressive i only had two before lockdown happened and i had to cancel them but (laughs) at least i could say you know i've been in a car with an instructor twice which was still very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a small win, you know? I just started learning how to drive, which is yeah, which is good. And then I started to read a bit more, which I consider a win because I always knew I liked yeah. reading, but it was always just something I just felt like I didn't have time for. And now I'm actually, like, enjoying. And, like, next to my bed now, I have, like, a little stack of books now that I'm planning to read, which I'm excited about. Aww. Yeah. And then a small win is that I'm more in tune with my feelings. I'm taking the time to understand myself. Yeah. Which I think is a small win as well. Yeah. And then my last little win is that I think my... I got closer to Ed's family, which is a win. And I just... I think my relationship with Ed is just a lot stronger now. Because, I mean, we had a strong relationship anyways. But I just think he's... Mm. He's had to see... (laughs) I've seen him basically every day of 2020. So he's seen so many of my lows. Especially this year. And I just... It's just made me realize that... I think we are very compatible, I think. And like, I know he can handle me when I'm at my lowest, which is such a nice feeling as well. So having him in my life is a little little win for me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I have him. I'll keep him in my pocket, keep him safe, which I'm very grateful for. So Yeah. It's so special to find that, that person, you know, because I think it's, it can be really hard to find. I honestly, I can't imagine you guys not working out after this. I mean, I always, I feel like you were always kind of the the real deal, but... I feel that way even more now. Literally, if you broke up, like, my my faith in love would be absolutely shattered. (laughs) Like, no hope for any of us. (laughs) It won't happen. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully not. Yikes. (laughs) What about you? Um, Okay, so mine is also reading and writing more because I feel like I've just, like, fallen back in love with, with reading and... It's kind of like reconnecting back to like my my childhood or like teenage self. And I have this app, which I actually can really recommend. It's called like Hello Heart or something like that. And it gives you like little prompts every day, <laughs> like little little questions to answer. And then you send your answer off and then you see other people's answers to the questions from all over the world. And it's really sweet. That's so cool. Yeah. And um, I love that. It's really cute. I'll send you the the name of the of the app. Yeah, please do. Um, and yeah, one of the prompts was like, "When do you feel most peaceful?" And for me, it's definitely reading. It's just like my my safe and happy place. Oh. Yeah. And then another small win is drinking less alcohol. I guess we kind of talked about this in the in the episode about alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think I've just become very aware of my relationship to alcohol this year, which I just had never analyzed before properly. And I really should have. Yeah. And I think I'm just realizing more and more how I've been so much happier with drinking less alcohol. And I feel like for so long, I felt like, oh, yeah, but it kind of just it has to belong. It has to go hand in hand with social situations, you know? Yeah, I know. And I think I'm just like developing a more healthy like attitude towards it. And I'm still not like 
completely opposed to alcohol but I just think I'm no longer in that you know like binge mindset where I maybe was at uni or before this year and you realize that you don't need alcohol yeah exactly and then the last one is like becoming more honest with myself and others which I guess goes into it it's kind of similar to your goal about like uh, your win about like your emotions and everything as well but I feel like this podcast has helped as well with that because I feel like we're already opening up so much on this platform which means I've already opened up to one of my friends which is you and then it kind of makes it easier to open up to myself and then to other people around me as well because they can literally listen to this podcast and then know so much more about me than they would have done before which is like kind of weird but it's like freeing in a weird way you're gonna have a friend come up to you and they're gonna be like so are you feeling better yeah. I know you were feeling uh, quite down you're gonna be like I never told you that what the heck what a creep and then you realize actually he said it in the podcast and we have you just have loyal friends that listen to your podcast yeah it's kind of nice oh I've just realized another win which I do want to mention it's just that I I went vegan this year and I feel like now it's such like a cool part of like my food obviously like it it kind of (laughs) and I like I'm really proud that I because I never thought I'd make it it started off as like a one-week experiment to to see if I could do it for a week and like now it's been when did you start in in February or March I think oh my gosh (laughs) I know so I'm I'm quite proud of that and I can't see myself going back now it'd be really hard for me to go back (laughs) yeah I think well, well most of the time I think once you go vegan people you just get so in, entrenched in in the values of of being vegan. Yeah, because it's so much more than just not eating meat. It's it is literally a lifestyle and like a part of your ethics as a human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm proud of that. And for anybody considering to go vegan, I mean, I can recommend. So the next question we wanted to answer was. <laughs> What were our challenges this year and what did we learn from them? Right. I think I've I've really vocalized <laughs> my challenges this year. Just from just mm. from October, uh when we started the podcast and my highs and lows of the week. So you guys probably already know what my challenges have been. Um so the the main one is being away from my family. So I've learned just to be more grateful of them and the time that I've had with them so my family dynamic can be very complex sometimes I think we have very strong personalities that um I feel like sometimes we argue over stupid things and I think just like being away from them now has just made me realize that I should just never take any moment for granted with them yeah when I hugged them at the airport in January it never crossed me that I wouldn't see them Mm. like I hugged them thinking okay I'll see you guys in June because we were supposed to go there for a wedding yeah and I I just remember being like oh my god June that's the longest I would have been away from them and then little did I know (laughs) that it would be so long so the main thing I've learned is that I just want to embrace every little moment because I just realized now that things can change so quickly so it's just it's just really important to make the most out of your time so like even hugging my parents goodbye I sometimes I feel like I I have to (laughs) this might sound really weird but I just have to put myself in in the moment and be like okay wait this is happening I'm with this person I'm enjoying the presence of this person and only then can I then like be appreciative of it I don't know how to explain this but like yeah almost like stepping back for a minute and like realizing what the situation is to be able to like be fully present and appreciate yeah, exactly. it for what it is exactly and I think I just want to do that more with my family when I am yeah. with them to be like okay I'm gonna push everything else all the things that are distracting me pushing pushing them to a side and just focus on on them yeah my other challenge this year was 
just not being able to live my life the way I thought a 20-year-old, 21-year-old should be living. Mm. So I came into 2020 thinking that I would have a full-time job by, by the end of 2020. I'd have my own apartment or house and then like make a new set of friends from work. But now I'm living with my boyfriend's family with a part-time job and I haven't socialized with anyone <laughs> outside of Ed's family um, and my sister in so long. And obviously I'm grateful for being in the situation because I know it could have been so much worse. But it's just not what I had planned for myself. Yeah. So it's it's just made me realize that I, I like having control over things in my life. Mm. And I, uh, it's made me realize that actually not having control is what scares me sometimes. Yeah. So I guess I learned that feeling in control is something that I enjoy having. And it's, like, it's mm. important to me and it's something I value. So I need to think of that moving forward into 2021 yeah I guess like finding little things maybe in your day-to-day life which you you know you can control like routines or I don't know if that would help or if that helps because I'm sure you already do that yeah yeah (laughs) I think those are the main main challenges of the year for me yeah did you have any similar challenges Leo (laughs) um one of my challenges was being content without like the external stimuli that like I was used to which I guess it does go hand in hand with you know the life that I was expecting to be leading at the age I'm at and I think I was just I think maybe it's it's just quarantine has just forced me to obviously just focus on myself and kind of the the moment that you're in at the time without any of the external distractions that would normally I guess bring me happiness in the moment like being busy traveling like guy validation like partying drinking socializing you know all of these things which normally I would have used to I guess determine my worth in a weird way or like determine my happiness yeah because normally I would have looked back on a week and been like oh this was a good week because I saw x amount of friends I went to you know this amount of social gatherings I went to these work events and whatever whatever the the thing is that I would have done that week um whereas now obviously all the weeks are externally very similar because they're all spent in like the confines of a home and I think but it's almost been quite good I think in the sense of learning to be content without these things and finding appreciating where you are and who you are without any of the external validation yeah Um, that's so interesting though that it was a challenge for you but also I think it was such a big part of your like self love learning process as well because through the challenges of not being able to do what you want to do in this in terms of like work gatherings and going out with friends all this time you've had to be like okay this is me yeah I need to spend time with me and I need to be happy with me yeah alone (laughs) which but I think you have because even (laughs) because even just time like your time reading by yourself that's that is still considered you time. Yeah. Which should help you determine if you've had a good day, you know? Yeah. Like, just because you didn't see someone that day shouldn't mean that you had a bad day. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really write this down as a win, but I feel like, uh, or I guess as a challenge, but I think another challenge that I did have was, like, adapting to be single again because, obviously, I'd been in a relationship for almost four years. So you do, I think you just do get used to being in a relationship and being part of a couple of, like, a duo, and it's always like, mm-hmm. okay, what are we going to do? What? How are we going to face this together? And I think there is a lot of comfort in knowing that you have somebody by your side that isn't your family, you know, no matter what. And so I guess that kind of, those two journeys are kind of went hand in hand for me, like learning to be happy with being with myself and focusing on my own goals again. And then another challenge that I wrote down was just, it sounds weird, but like deciding where I wanted to be location wise, because I was always kind of torn between being in the UK or being in Germany, because I never knew what was going to be the right decision. 
corona-wise, yeah. work-wise, because I obviously have my flat in the UK and I'm paying rent for it. And I have a flatmate there who I love and who I didn't want to leave alone and who obviously now I've ended up leaving alone for a lot longer than I had intended to. And it's just, it's been so hard to make these like big decisions with so much uncertainty. And yeah, I feel like every decision I've made in regards to my location, it's always just like turned out so different than I thought it would. Like returning back to Germany, I thought I'd be here for a few weeks and now I've been here for like four months. <laughs> so, and I think that's just the theme of this year, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, just uncertainty. Yeah, so I guess, and I think that is a big struggle for me. I think like you, I really like knowing or at least being able to make decisions through knowing what the potential outcomes could be is what I like you know I like analyzing okay if I do this then this and this could happen and if I do this then this could happen and then and then making a decision on the basis of that and it's just not been possible this year but I think in a way it's kind of good because it forces me out of that comfort zone that I love to be in you know I love being in the know and I am I can quickly regret decisions I've made when I feel like I've made them too hastily or even when I feel like I've thought them through I think I quite quickly regret my decisions um and this year there's just kind of been no room for that so and I think that is still (laughs) definitely like something that I have to learn to deal with and I'm sure we'll continue to have to deal with uncertainty (laughs) in the next year so I guess that's a good thing to continue (laughs) dealing with and learning about now that we're done thinking of 2020 we're going to try look towards 2021 and just see what our goals are for 2021. Yes. What is one overarching intention you would like to set for this coming year, Leo? Okay, so I'm just reading this question again and realizing that my my word that I've chosen is kind of redundant, but oh well. I've chosen <laughs> I've chosen the word intentional because I want to be more present and focused on everything that I'm doing so no kind of that goes hand in hand with like mindless scrolling on Instagram like I just think you know I want to do everything being present in the moment and appreciating every like even if it's a little moment you know even if it's me in the mornings reading my book drinking my coffee like enjoying the taste of coffee enjoying the taste of, of food and also I guess hand in hand with that is just acting with integrity you know and purpose towards towards my my goals and my <laughs> my inner feelings this sounds um Love very that. wishy-washy but I I don't know if that makes sense but yeah that is that is my word that I have that I've chosen for 2021 what about you yeah I I, re- I just realized now that mine is like is not a realistic thing to try achieve because <laughs> I because I was like I was like can't sorry Leo can't think of a word but I can think of a phrase and it's Learn how to be comfortable with uncertainty, which is like, how does one do that? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I just want to learn how to be comfortable with what's going on. I like that though, because that's exactly what we were talking <laughs> about before, right? That we, I, I completely agree. That's such a, a good thing to try and achieve. I just want to, even if it is little things, I want to find, yeah. yeah, I just want to find ways that I can, in times of uncertainty, how can I make myself feel better? Because this year I, I haven't had that like outreach where I'm like, okay, I know I'm stressed. Let me do this to try to calm myself mm-hmm. down. Cause this works this can make me feel more comfortable with the future I want to 
I want to spend 2021 just trying to learn how to make myself comfortable when when I don't know the future yeah because I think that's my state of mind right now I'm like I just don't know what's gonna happen so that's the only thing I can kind of have control over is trying to figure out how do I become comfortable with this uncertainty it's really deep right there so what are three ways that you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone in 2021 so the three things that I want to challenge myself to do is first of all standing up for myself more so just having Mm -hmm. trust in myself that I know what's best for me the saying no to certain things if I don't want to do them like stating my mind more and you know not being afraid that that's going to make somebody not like me or all of those sort of things which yeah maybe have preoccupied me in the past then the second is to move to a new place because obviously in summer 2021 my grad scheme is going to end and the contract of my flat is going to be up so regardless of what job I'm going to have afterwards I'm going to have to move flats and move to a new place and it's going to be a little (laughs) bit scary but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it and I have no idea where I'm going to end up so that's definitely going to be interesting to look back on. Do you have any plan whatsoever or are you just not going to think of it now? I literally have no clue whatsoever and whenever I do think of it I kind of get like slightly anxious feelings um so I try like to not think about it because I know there's so little in my control (laughs) also if if you guys hear (laughs) weird noises in the background it's uh, I'm at my grandparents house and they have parrots so (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah so the I mean I can imagine myself moving into London more and but also you know with Brexit I think it's going to be trickier for me to stay in the UK so I'm also considering different cities like maybe within Europe like Vienna or Copenhagen I'd be really interested in that Amsterdam oh my gosh I think I'm just gonna apply to jobs and see where the best job sort of takes me that's so exciting though (laughs) for me the fact that you have nothing holding you down to one place excites me yeah because you could do it you could literally yeah no me too you can move to Italy and like live in an on an orange farm and just do whatever you want to do you know I don't know I know it's stressful though and it, it's something you will have to think about at some point but I think for now just maybe just think of it as like you have the freedom to do or to go wherever you want so I don't know like it's nice that you have nothing holding you back I think yeah no I agree and then the last way I want to push myself out of my comfort mm-hmm. zone is challenge old beliefs more actively so I think I've got like a lot of older beliefs just entrenched in my head without even realizing that they're holding me back in a way so for example I know I have to achieve xyz to be happy or proud of myself Mm -hmm. or I have to I don't know work out a certain way every day or I can't risk anything you know in love and all of these I think beliefs that are holding me back in certain ways that I want to just be more aware of when they come into my head and when they are maybe inhibiting me from achieving happiness or whatever that may be it's it's interesting that because I'm just thinking you must have had a moment where you did something and you're like am I doing this just because it's now a habit or a a belief that I think is just normal or am I doing this because I actually want to do it I have a lot with like my work ethic I think where it's um I feel like I can only be proud of myself or only relax if I've done a certain amount of work or mm-hmm. or especially in relationships as well I feel like I can't fall in love first or anything like that because I think I'm like 
scared of getting hurt yeah and I just I want to push myself out of those beliefs a bit more we'll see how that goes yeah you'll have to let me know how that goes when you give me tips yeah. for 2022 for me well <laughs> uh, what about you the first thing I want to push myself out of is I just want to push myself out there in the workplace I've just noticed that mm. through applying the jobs and stuff it's so out of my comfort zone having to kind of prove to someone that I'm the one that they should have and it, it actually is making me really uncomfortable yeah so I'm just I think something I need to do is push myself to do it in a way that I'm more comfortable with because through being uncomfortable with having to prove myself to employers and stuff like that I'm actually limiting myself and the way I, I the way I'm showing myself to them so I need to just find ways that I need to reframe it in my head so that I'm not so I'm not feeling like I have to prove it to them that I'm good enough but maybe show that I'm fitting with the with the company culture or something like that I just need to reframe it in my head which is putting myself out of my comfort zone so that's the first thing I want to do yeah and acknowledge all that you have achieved you know and be proud of it because I feel like it yeah. can be hard to look back at your own life and realize where have you actually learned certain skills and where have yeah. you proven that you're capable of doing certain hard things which are going to be good for your job mm -hmm. but in a way applications are like they're so yeah. tough but they're also I think a good exercise for like in a way realizing your own mm -hmm. worth you know and also being like okay I'm not going to take any job that's offered to me I'm going to yeah. take a job that is going to value me and that I'm going to love as well yeah so maybe this has to do with my with me not feeling like I deserve it which is something I have to work on so yeah. maybe I need to take that step mm -hmm. back and think of all the all the achievements I've gone through or like what I've like actually put it pen to paper what I've learned and what I feel like I can actually take to a company yeah and then truly believe that so that when I'm telling them it's not like me having to convince them it's actually me just saying what I truly think yeah I'd be good at you know yeah yeah exactly because I think that's gonna travel across to employees as well on the other screen like people can tell if you genuinely believe in yourself and yeah people want to hire somebody who knows their worth yeah so that's a big thing I need to work yeah, I on think, I think that's a good thing <laughs> yeah yeah the next thing that I want to do is to take the time to really figure out what I want to do and what's my purpose Ooh. um so I don't want to just have that thought at the back of my mind I really want to push myself to think of these tough questions it's really hard to explain but I've had these thoughts in my head over the past year I'm like am I doing what I really want to do like is this the path I really want to take mm -hmm. what will help me sleep at night knowing that I'm like doing what I love to do um and I spoke about this in another episode where I, I was saying that in a past life I feel like I had a hundred thousand jobs and I was doing so much so this year I just yeah. really want to think of these questions and not just put it aside because I feel like if I put it this is the time where I I have like this is the perfect time for me to actually figure out what I want to do and go through whatever steps I need to do to figure out if I can do it um so yeah I really just I don't want to keep those thoughts at the back I want to challenge myself by pushing myself to think of these things and actually create a path for my life <laughs> I think it's I think it's good to think about that now mm -hmm. because I think so many people think about it when it's kind of too late because I think it's so easy to fall into a comfortable job or fall into like a corporate path and then you wake up like yeah. 10 20 years later and you're like what have I actually spent all of these years doing like is it actually what I want to do with my life so I think it's actually good yeah. that you're taking the time now to take stock of what you want to achieve with your life and then base a career off that even if it's going to take a bit longer to then find the perfect job for you yeah so maybe actually another thing is to just not think of 
of careers as a one path because like, I'm thinking of it I'm, I'm, I'm at one point now and I need to get to another point but I need to not think of it as a straight line I need to yeah. maybe accept that there will be a lot of different curves and turns um, and not to think that m- me a year from now will determine what I'll be doing in 30 years from now yeah and then the last thing I want to do is to be more honest and vul- vulnerable on our podcast in- Instagram because it's something I'm quite well Leo and I have spoken about this how like we want to be those inspirational like or to post these inspirational posts that don't really pick up put those like picture perfect ideas into people's heads we don't want people to think that because from our Instagram I think it looks like we have this like our life together um yeah and we're like spreading all this love and positivity and all that which i love but i think it's also important for us to show maybe what we're insecure about i think it's more real if we can post on our our instagram a hardship rather than advice than always giving advice because i think sometimes when other people see that we're going through the same thing it can help so i think just being more honest and open is just something i which will be out of my comfort zone but it's something that i do want to do because we're quite open uh, on our on the podcast itself in what we're saying but i think we should also try carry that through in our instagram as well yeah i think the podcast feels easier to me because it's just us two talking and then also i know that there's a way smaller like the people who listen to our podcast like genuinely care about us is what I feel like and they've like actively yeah press play on an episode to like listen to us speak whereas <laughs> I think on Instagram you never know who's going to be reading it or who might be judging it but I think I guess that's the that's the challenge because also <laughs> I was having a conversation with my family about our podcast over Christmas and they were saying you know obviously we're not qualified in anything we're not qualified <laughs> to give advice we're just ourselves figuring it out so we don't want to I don't want to be this person who on Instagram is dishing out all this advice when, you know, really this podcast and this platform is about, yes, spreading like positivity and positive messages that have helped us, but also, I guess, to make people in their 20s feel less alone with what they're going through because hopefully they'll be able to look at us and be like, oh, okay, they're going through the same thing. And, you know, so. Yeah, because if anything, we just want others to realize that we're in the same boat as them and like, through yeah. through maybe us figuring out our 20s which we don't know what the heck we're doing we're hoping that others can feel yeah. like less scared going into it as well yeah i think that's a very good goal i hope so <laughs> what do you want to do more of in 2021 leo i've actually written down quite a few things <laughs> so let's see how that's gonna right. go <laughs> um i've said journaling which I think I already do quite a lot of, but I just want to make it more of a habit, like incorporate it into some part of my daily routine so that it becomes one of those habits that I do daily. Like reading at the moment, I do every day. And I don't know, maybe there's a way to attach it to like my morning ritual that I do like even just five minutes of journaling in the morning. Or I feel like you have quite a, like a perfect morning routine, but you don't really speak of your nighttime routine. So maybe it could be something you do at night, like just five minutes before you go to sleep you that's very true instead of being on your phone or anything like yeah. that just switch off write journal for like five or ten minutes and then go to sleep which could be a good good way to implement it in your day you know you're so right because I love my morning routine like I genuinely really look forward to it but my night routine I'm always just like it's so dependent on the day mm-hmm. and I'm kind of just often just like floundering about and like oh what am I gonna do now and oh now it's really late so now I have to go to sleep <laughs> so maybe that's another thing I can I can try and work on you never know could work out (laughs) yeah the next thing I want to do more of which goes 
in line with my word of 2021 is just like focusing on the present more because obviously I've said already that I do have a problem with focusing on the past a lot but then also I don't know but also worrying about the future like thinking about what I have to do that day or thinking about yeah you know what do I have to prepare for this and this event so I think I just need to ground myself more in the present and be more aware of that mm-hmm. then I also just want to focus on family and friends more and just like being being a good and kind friend or family member <laughs> to to them yeah <laughs> that was worded weird but <laughs> I hope you know what I mean no I'm just laughing because we we have the same goals uh, of what we want to do <laughs> <laughs> and then my last thing is just truly listening to myself a bit more and <laughs> being more in tune with my own emotions and <laughs> acting in response to those yeah I love that (laughs) what about you okay so so I I said more more journaling and more reading because that's something I want to get into (laughs) as well and then because you were talking about like being too past focused and future focused and being in the present so for me I said yeah I don't want to take life too seriously so if I want to do something I don't want to have any excuses I just want to go for it whether it's planning a date or doing something spontaneous I just want to make the most out of like oh, I love every moment and I think because yeah. 2020 it got in the way of creating so many memories that I so I want to make sure that I create as many as I can in 2021 when things go back to normal yeah and then I said yeah. I'm planning on going home for as long as I can whenever I can go so I mm-hmm. want to take the time to just spend spend it with family and focus on them show them how much I love them and how much I appreciate them so yeah being a good family member as well <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to listen to my body and mind more so focus a lot more on self-care and take that like so take that time to understand myself yeah and what I I need so if so if I'm tired one day and I know it's affecting whatever the way I'm acting with other people I just want to take that time to be like okay I'm stressed out this is what I need to do this is how I'm going to calm myself down and then I also wrote finding a hobby that's also an exercise so something that I love to do but it's also good for me Mm. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what that is yeah so maybe 2021 will be the year where I find a hobby that's good for me physically as well that'll be a fun challenge I think or something fun to find yeah well hoping that 2021 gives me the chance to go outside and actually figure out what that is but yeah (laughs) Mm. so yeah just the journey of figuring out what this is I'll I'll update you guys next year to be like okay I found it this is it (laughs) this is what I wanted (laughs) you can you can update us as the as the year goes along yeah (laughs) hopefully so that that's it that's what I want to do more of that's a good one Mm -hmm. and in in contrast what do you want to do less of in 2021 the main thing is I just want to put less pressure on myself I think and not to and not to think that everything that's happening is happening because I'm doing something wrong or I could have done it better or blah blah blah. obviously it's good to have what it's good to want to grow but I just think I put I put way too much pressure on myself, and I expect too much. I'm a baby. I feel like I'm a baby, and I'm putting I'm I'm yeah. pretending like I should have it all together, and I should know what I want to do. But I know there's people out there that are 40 years old that are have just figured out what's or like are fine are just content now in their lives at 40. So I feel like I should stop ex- stop expecting myself to be in the perfect state of mind as a 21 year old because I think we're all growing and changing and like I'm just I need to stop expecting myself to be perfect now because it's not I don't think it's a a rational thought to have yeah that's a very good goal also I think 
you have to realize that like everybody's timeline is different and I mean even you people could look at you and be like wow she's so ahead Mm. of the like she's so ahead of me because you're so young and you already have a master's and a bachelor's degree like that is insane most people I don't know are in the middle of their bachelor's I know people that are 26 and that are still doing their bachelor's you know so and that is there's nothing wrong with that so it's maybe stop comparing myself to others as well yeah exactly yeah that is a very good goal um and then for me I think what I want to do less of in 2021 is first of all mindless social media consumption (laughs) because I think I've gotten a little bit better in that already but I've noticed even just these past few days I've been on like I've hardly been on any social media platforms whilst I've been at my grandparents house and I've just been like so much more content and so much more present I think that is exactly the thing yeah. I've been able to focus more on the present because I'm not ripped away out of my own present into somebody's else's yeah. life even just through scrolling even if it's just like five minutes I feel like it already kind of takes me out of what I'm doing in that mm-hmm. exact moment and I just want to do that less and then the other thing is just doubt myself less mm-hmm. so I feel like I am so quick to judge myself or doubt my own decisions and past things I've done or you know even decisions that I make about my future and I just want to I want to have more trust in myself and the even just everyday little decisions that I make I do think what you said with um because one thing out of your comfort zone that you want to do is stand up for yourself more so that I think that comes in line with this as well because through through standing up for yourself you're not doubting yourself and your beliefs which is really important yeah I think there's definitely like a common theme <laughs> yeah in in this podcast from what the things that I guess we both have been saying like I kind of I think we both have <laughs> like our our intentions and our goals and also the things that we want to leave behind I think they all very much tie into yeah. the, the same theme so let's see I think it's going to be so interesting to listen back so our plan is to kind of listen back to this obviously at the at a similar point in time next year and and see how we've done and then I guess we'll make another episode that we can reflect on this episode (laughs) and see how much we've accomplished or how much we failed (laughs) okay and then the last thing that I want to ask you is what are three things that you want to accomplish in 2021 and can and it can be small or big okay so the first thing is to get a job <laughs> which is <laughs> either a graduate scheme or an immediate role which I'm still I don't really know what to do because if I apply for a grad scheme they'll I mean I am applying but they start in September which is at the end of 2021 and I'm like do I really want to wait to start a grad scheme or should I just start with an immediate role but also with the way corona things are going I don't want to not be able to go see my parents because I've I've just committed to a role. So it's a bit of a, if I wait till September, it could help because then as soon as things clear up, I can I can have two months to just see my parents and spend time with them. But then it, but then also I'm waiting so long for a job, so I really need to think about that as well. What I want to do and like what would be the best option. Um, and then I want to move in with Ed, <laughs> which is another goal. So hopefully. No. Hopefully at the end of 2021, I'll be recording in my own home office, which will be tiny. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. And and I think that's also just a longer term thing I want to accomplish as well as creating a space that we're both happy with and we can both call home, which I'm so excited for. Like Mm. I keep looking at interior um, inspiration and I just, I really want to have a space that reflects me and I don't think I've ever 
lived somewhere where I feel like it's me yeah. to some extent. That's something I want to accomplish in 2021 is just have a place that I can call mine and Ed's, obviously. <laughs> hmm. And then the last thing I want to do is learn something new. So it's whether whether I'm investing more time into like my piano or just something I've never done before. I just want to, I want to try something new. Or whether it is that hobby that I'm trying to get into that helps me exercise more. Yeah, I just don't want to leave 2021 feeling like I didn't try anything new for myself. So that's something I want to accomplish. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big. It can be something small. But I just want to feel like I have done that. I love that. I feel very confident that you're going to achieve this. All of those goals. I feel like this question is is the only question that we... We'll probably have different answers for because I mean, well, actually, no. You do also want to get a job, but I don't know if that's something you want to like, yeah. accomplish in twenty twenty one. That is actually that is my first thing. Is it <laughs> my first thing is getting getting a new job <laughs> slash like this plan for after July twenty twenty one. Yeah, because I I I mean I want to kind of give myself these next few months to still feel calm and at peace with where I'm at now and just mm-hmm. enjoy the place where I'm at now because. There's no point in me applying now for jobs for after July yet. Yeah. But because I even like, it's so hard to look into the future right now and even know whether, where the state of the world is going to be at. Um, but I think yeah. from April, March onwards, I want to try and look into applications. That's going to be really fun. It's exciting. And, <laughs> and then the second thing I want to do is just continue to, grow the podcast and stay consistent with it because yes I think I'm actually really (laughs) proud of us like how well we've kept up with our weekly uploading schedule and even with like our Instagram like we've pretty much been posting every day for like the past month or two Mm -hmm. and I just want to make sure that it stays this thing that we love and we have fun doing and doesn't become something that that drains us or (laughs) you know but I also I want to make sure that we do stay consistent with it and just find a way to like incorporate it into whatever jobs we both have. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing that I want to accomplish is just to drink less alcohol because I think now that I've, I think we've talked about this in this episode as well before, but now that I've realized how I, how it makes me feel when I drink less, which I think I've realized through quarantine, Mm -hmm. I just want to take more active care of myself because yeah trusting myself that I can make those better and healthier decisions for myself and yeah drink less sorry yeah (laughs) I'm excited to see where that goes yeah I'm excited in general I'm excited for 2021 I feel like the whole world kind of is yeah so I guess we'll end the episode here we hope you've enjoyed this and we also hope that I guess you can take some time before the end of 2020 to just pause and reflect a bit on what you've achieved in 2020. And even if it's just surviving this freaking year, you know, that is an achievement in itself. That's worth celebrating. Yeah, exactly. And then also maybe setting some intentions for 2021 or just the upcoming months. I think that's always a good thing to do. So yeah. Thanks guys for listening. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, (laughs) Happy New Year. When you're listening to this, definitely Happy New Year. And also, if you don't follow us on our podcast Instagram yet, go give us a follow. It's at Match Our Moments Pod. And we try and post them every day. And like we said in this episode, we're going to try and be more honest and, and real on there. So yes, follow so. us along on that journey. <laughs> yes. So speak to you next year, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. See you next year. <laughs> See Bye. Bye.